Women of Science and Music, 30 Celebrations, Episode 22, Miss Folding. There's many alas of the scientists. Now, Miss Folding may not be a term familiar to you, but many of us sadly have some experience of being around people with the disease it appears to cause. Alzheimer's. I am Frances M. Lynch, the Artistic Director of Electric Voice Theatre, and I am delighted to share with you the fascinating and ultimately hopeful science of misfolding, which I first encountered three years ago when I was invited to participate in an innovative project proposed by Nick Till, Professor of Opera and Music Theatre at the University of Sussex and director of the Centre for Research in Opera and Music Theatre. Miss Amy Lloyd Folding. We set up a project that would inspire some artists to respond to an area of scientific research in an imaginative way that would translate that research into something that would have a different kind of impact from purely the kind of scientific language that scientists use. We were incredibly lucky that two scientists from the Serpel lab in, in the university who are researching into the brain chemistry of Alzheimer's were interested in working with us on this project. I'm Professor Louise Serpel. I'm a professor of biochemistry at the University of Sussex. I'm Dr Karen Marshall. I am a postdoctoral scientist and I work with Louise. Alzheimer's disease often affects people as they age. It's a disease rather than a natural part of age. And one of the symptoms of this is that there's an accumulation of protein in the brain tissue. So the pathology as we see it in patients is the accumulation of proteins that have misfolded in the brain tissue. The proteins in the her proteins brain, brain misfolding. Paper planes and paper games that never fling and never and what we do in our lab is to try and understand why this happens. So we're really interested in this misfolding whereby proteins that are normally folded correctly and in a certain shape will misfold and they will start to assemble together, so clump together to form fibres that then accumulate in the brain and they can't be removed by the normal biological processes. So they stay there and they disrupt the surrounding What tissue. we can do in a test tube is make these misfolded proteins, put them in special solutions and then we can actually follow them from their normal structure, which we would call unfolded, a lot of the time or they might have a different structure and then they change their shape and then they start to stick together and we call this self-assembly or misfolding. In the cell there are many many different proteins being made but for example amyloid beta proteins they will only stick together to each other they don't go and stick to all the other proteins that the cell's making so they assemble within themselves. They like to be together. Unfolding time unfolding misfolding we can do all kinds of experiments with these different types of misfolded proteins 
we do these experiments to try and understand the underlying causes of why cells die in brains of people with Alzheimer's disease. Forget stories, history, memory, miss, remember, miss. It's only at the very end stages when the disease is already quite developed in terms of cells dying in the brain that you know that someone's got the disease. But this misfolding is actually taking place in people's brains a lot earlier. Folding. Mystery. Miss. Who am I? Miss. Miss. Human. Who? Lives. Unfolding. Mystery. When? All proteins are long chains of amino acids. Your DNA codes for protein structures and amino acid sequences. It all begins with D. N. A. Deoxyribonucleic acid. Cells in your body are doing this all the time anyway. That's what the genetic code stands for. It's actually for protein structures. Adenine, guanine, cytosine. This biology has been exploited so that they can be made either using bacteria or synthetically, so like a drug would be made. I think it's really important for us to keep in mind the other proteins that misfold because we learn a lot from other diseases that are similar to Alzheimer's disease but not the same. Heart disease and all sorts of things that involve protein misfolding. Uh, the, the number that's always quoted is more than 30. Yeah. And I think it's way more than that now. Mm. Yeah. We asked Francis Lynch of Electric Boys Theatre to work with three of our students. My name is Shu, and I'm a third-year PhD student in music technologies at the University of Sussex. Or ex-students now. My name's Kira. I'm a London-based multidisciplinary artist with a focus on sound, 3D visuals and XR. I'm Antonia Redding, a singer-songwriter, musician, lyricist and audiovisual composer. I've got background in biology, design, textiles and music. I work across music production, live sound, installation, game development and contemporary theatre. I am interested in how environmental sounds play a powerful uncontrolled and often unconscious soundtrack to our daily lives. I think the music reinforces the messages and makes them more powerful, I suppose. The music that I've created for this project is a very good example of combining organic sound and synthetic sound in Logic Pro. I've recorded the watery sound from the nature and some sound I made by clapping my hand and I chopped into different sections. Danger is coming, like organic creatures coming and then going. I've chosen to use a very quick tempo which can bring out a cheerfulness and a little bit sense of humour and also a kind of fairy tale feeling. Really interesting use of repetition in it creates a picture in your mind of something happening. The music really does conjure up something that I can align with something I understand and know about. It creates a really nice connection and it's also quite inspiring in terms of just thinking about what might be actually going on in a real-life disease. In here is a soundscape that represents the internal and neurological mechanisms of Alzheimer's using found sounds such as tissue paper, cardboard and pruning paper. 
Karen's been doing a project where we've been looking at what happens in cells using a specific imaging technique. And what we see is all these vesicles inside the cells that are sort of created, maybe. They look like bubbles. Bubbles. The sounds were manipulated and synthesised digitally to create a dynamic landscape that reflects the disease's timeline and effects. But it finally ends on a note of hope, looking forward to the future of medicine and research, hoping that someday soon there'll be an effective treatment. It's really interesting to listen to the music without the videos alongside them. It allows you maybe to create the pictures in your mind instead. Lost. My history. Forget. Scarbled Words is an audiovisual composition. I created the soundtrack for this piece within the production environment, using sampled environmental sound, recordings of the actions of the visual performance, as well as clips of vocal lyrics to represent the instrumental elements of my composition. Who am Miss. I? Miss. Human. Who? Lives. Unfolding. Mystery. When? Obviously you have no idea what it's like to have dementia. Um, and Antonia had a specific regular. experience, didn't she? Yes. She says in the description, my mother's voice is in yeah. the video. How do I do this? Folding. Myth. Must remember. Along Myth. with traditional composition Myth. techniques of rhythm, repetition and phrasing, I also Mystery. use chance to determine some of the mind. outcomes of this History. piece. Don't know. History. Don't know. Unravelling. Being involved in the workshop was amazing and seeing how the three students on the workshop interpreted our work, just coming out with something that I never could have predicted. Forget. We had to learn how to explain our work so that it could be communicated by people who didn't work in this area. I think that has been a really good experience. But it is a really creative process to mm. think in that way. Since this has all been happening, I've thought a lot more about how we communicate, which I'm sort of trying to take into my teaching and things when like that. When you read the descriptions by the artists that go alongside their films, I think that was when it kind of hit home, the communication had worked. What we've ended up with is incredible. I would like people to realise how much you have to think outside the box when you're doing research. I don't think I've ever really thought about the amount of imagination that goes into interpretation of our results. One of the things I think a lot of scientists do is you try and imagine you're in the test tube and what's actually going on because I can't see anything there. I have to really imagine. We're sitting there sort of trying to piece together and imagine what might be happening in that environment that leads to that result. And I've never thought about that before. You can immerse yourself in the music to yeah, visualise these processes. I think of a sort of cascade. Yeah. Which fits perfectly with what's going on in protein misfolding. There's a nucleation event which then starts to build up and then more and more of these molecules coming in and adding together and generating new seeds that then grow. It works. It really works. Your lecture that you've done as part of this project is quite educational. Those amyloid plaques and tangles of fibres really open-minded as well. Down's syndrome. I think you have to know that you might be wrong. Or just getting older. 
losing your memory, your capacity to learn. As your hippocampus. Oh, I think it's quite sad. Oh, do you? Yeah, I think the end is well, sad. That's what's kind of great about the music. Does make you feel different emotions, doesn't it? Being involved in this project, it's made me really see how the creative mind of an artist is not that different to the creative mind you have to have as a scientist. I think that there are huge advantages to being in science in that you get to do something fun and interesting absolutely every day. It is fun, but I think a lot of the reason is because I have amazing people around me. It's really important to surround yourself with the right people because there is some discrimination and it's so important to find the right supportive people that make your daily working life a positive experience. We have a nice, good working relationship too, so I feel quite inspired a lot. Sometimes people create these very competitive environments where success is decided based on your sort of output and whether you're willing to sort of step on other people in order to get where you want to be. And I think that that makes people unhappy and less creative, specifically. As a woman in science, you really have to become so resilient. That is a positive characteristic to have, but it's kind of forced upon you. It's always there, that underlying sort of feeling that there may be some discrimination. You can't necessarily always pinpoint it. Mm. I have had stuck in my brain the start of your poem and I think people will go away going, the protein's in her brain, Miss Holding. If that's all you take from it, then that's enough. to us a really nice not an ending but a beginning I think that there's more to be done you have been listening to the electric voice theatre singers Margaret Cameron Samantha Houston and myself and to music created by my fellow composers on the project Xu Yang Kira Husbands and Antonia Redding oh and my music too. Many thanks to Professor Till and to our main speakers, Professor Serple and Dr Marshall. And to you, of course, for listening. That's the end of episode 22, Miss Folding. You can find out more about the project on electricvoicetheatre.co.uk forward slash Miss Folding. Do join us for the next episode of Women in Science and Music, 30 Celebrations, when we will be investigating a forgotten 19th century composer whose politically radical songs blossom with 21st century resonance. Oh.